case, good, e- good afternoon, everybody. And he was right, what you just heard, Mr. Pesach Charney. Let us say it to fill up. For Israel right now, they're in big sorrows over there because they're dealing with insane people who love to die. Insane people. They don't care. There will women and children die. You are listening to your host here at 4 o'clock on jrootradio.com. Rabbi Yosef Chaim Schwab, Wednesday, 4 o'clock, Shidur uh, Chai, live call-in program of Torah. It's called The Gigantic Little Secrets of the Torah. Nifla Torah, a Shidur Chai, live program. We ask questions, and you answer them. And we know that in the summertime, a lot of people are on vacation or somewhere in the country or in camp. So we'll try the best we can. You are listening to, like you heard, jrootradio.com. Some listen to us on the radio, and we have a live feed here in the studio. If you want to call us, the number is 718-683-5858. That is 718-683-5858. This is your host, Yosef Chaim Schwab, and the hotline. If you don't have a computer or a radio, you can listen to us on the hotline. You can't talk to us, but you can listen. 712 or listen to us on the telephone. 712-432-4217. 712-432-4217 or 718-506-9099. So, we are now going to ask some questions on A. Ray, you know, this week, this today, Wednesday, next week, will be the first day of Chodesh Elul. This day, Wednesday to next, next week, July, August 27th, will be one Elul, second day Rosh Chodesh, first day of the month of Elul. And if you're a Sephardi, it's very difficult because you have to get up five o'clock to do Slichot for a month until Rosh Hashanah. We just blow the shofar for 10 seconds and we're done. Isn't that easy? So Asfadi once told me, I love to be Asfadi in Av and in Nisan, but not in Elul. In Av, you see, we eat kidney oats and you can't. And in, no, Nisan, we eat kidney oats and you can't. In Av, we swim in the nine days and you can't. But in Elul, I wish I was an Ashkenazi because you just get up a few days before Rosh Hashanah and say, Slichot, we say it for a whole month. So I said, well, it, it works it out. It balances. You eat kidney oats, you go swimming in uh, kidney oats in Nissan. And uh, we have strict us, so we only have a few days leave. It all works out even in the end. Anyhow, anyhow, next week, these last two weeks, this week and next week, is when everybody goes on vacation. So I know there's nobody listening to, listening to us except the Iran, my uh, engineer, and me, and maybe 5,000 people or or 15, or 5, maybe. We'll find out in a minute. Let's ask some questions on Re'eh. Re'eh, Anochi, Nosein, Lefnechem, Hayom, Brach of I'm giving you today a choice. Either to live a life of a Brocha or the life of a Klola. Hmm, isn't that funny? Re'eh is singular, right? Talking to one person. Otherwise, you would say Re'u. 
Re'eh, you see you, Anochi, I, no saying lefnechem, giving in front of you. If Re'eh is singular, why don't you say, no saying lefonecho, singular? Why do you say Re'eh and then say lefnechem? You should say, Ru'u, all of you Jews. Look, lefnechem, plural. Why do you say one word singular, Lashon Yachid, Re'eh, then lefnechem, plural? Anybody know the answer to that? And why doesn't it say Re'eh, Ani? No, saying Lefnechem. Why Anochi? Ooh, Re'ei, and then comes Anochi. Re'ei should be Re'u, and Anochi should be Ani. Ah, how come? Bracha and Klala. Okay. Now, how many Brachas were there and how many Klalas were there? What mountain did they say the brachas on, and what mountain did they say the klolas on? What mountain did they say the brachas towards? What mountain did they turn and say the brachot, and what brachot the klolot? What is the difference between chukim and mishpatim? What's the difference between adamo and ha'aretz? What's the difference? And in the Pasha talks about holy korbanos and plain meat, chulin, kodshim and chulin. What's the difference? And how come... Most animals are treif. That's why they mentioned the ten kosher animals. And how come most birds are kosher? That's why they mentioned the twenty treif birds. And how come they don't mention... Why don't they mention the kosher or the treif fish? They just said if it has a snapper or kaskeses. What is that? Uh, why don't they tell me how many treif and kosher birds are? Because kosher, they mentioned ten animals. And the rest are kosher. The kosher, ten animals are kosher, the rest are treif. And treif, you mentioned 20 birds, the treif, and the rest are kosher. What about fish? Are there any insects we are allowed to eat? Mm. What about kisoi hadam? When do you have to cover the blood of an animal when you shaft it? And when you do not make kisoi hadam? Why does the Torah mention in the Seder, Lo Savashel Gediba Chalevimo? Don't cook a goat in his mother's milk. We already had it two times in the Torah. Why is it three times mentioned? Why? How come? How come? I ask a lot of questions. You think there's someone out there that could answer them? If you have the answer, call immediately. 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858. And words are very important. You know, very, very, very important words. I asked in a big camp today, what does the word Torah mean? You know what? Nobody knew what the word Torah means. Then I asked, what does Chumash mean? Not explanation. What is the translation of the word Chumash and translation of Torah? Then I asked what Tanakh means. They didn't know. Then I asked what means Tzitzis. It's not a string. That's a chut. What's a Tzitzis? What's Talis mean? What does to fill in mean? Don't tell me it's the thing you wear in your head. What does the word tzitzis mean? What does to fill in mean? Honeitzachamo. What means honeitz? What does that mean? Shakia. What does that mean when this? What does that mean? Shakia zachamo. Hmm. What about shacharis? What does that word mean? And don't tell me you're diving in the morning. What does the word shacharis mean? Hmm? What does the word shacharis mean? 
What means arvit? What does it mean? Don't tell me it's when you daven ma'ariv. Tell me what the word arvit or ma'ariv mean. Ma'ariv. What does shvuos mean? Don't tell me it comes after Pesach. What does the word shvuos or what does Pesach mean? Hmm? What about Sukkos? What does that mean? Hmm. All right. Now I asked a lot of questions because if you don't know words, you don't know what anything means. It's very important to learn words because the Torah is written with words. You know, sometimes Hashem's name is Yudke Vavke. Sometimes you pronounce it O, Oi. Sometimes Elokim. And it's written the same way. So there must be a difference. All right. Now, Iran, do we have any callers? Oh, Moishi is always number one. Gee, it's wonderful to have you. You're number one. Yeah, um, you want to know what uh, what does um, uh, Kisei Adam, when do you do Kisei Adam? Yeah, what, when do you do Kisei Adam? When, after you shech the animal. Well, we don't do any Kisei Adam when we shech cows. When we shech the chicken. Yeah, why? Why not a cow? Cow's a kosher animal. I don't know. Oh, I, now I'm going to tell Moishi. But I, I did Kisei Adam in my life. I know, and I did it a few times, too, because, you yeah. see, I was a shokate. But chickens and birds and, and ducks and pigeons and, 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 and uh, what do you call them, uh, turkeys, yeah. you always do kisedam. But a sheep and a goat and a cow and a bull, no. No. I'll tell you why. What On do you do with the blood when you shake the cow? You don't make kisedam for the cow, no. What do you do with the blood? You just wash it away with a hose. So what shall we do by a chicken, then? Ah, now I'm going to tell Moishi and everybody else listening. Kisa Hadam is only for a kosher animal that is wild. Birds are wild. Ah. You let a, a bird fly away, it'll never come back to you. A cow will always come back to you. You can leave him out, leave him out in the field for a month. He'll come back when it gets cold. Or a goat and a cow, and it always comes back to get milked or get uh, whatever, sleep. A, a wild animal doesn't come back to you. You can have a bird in your cage in your house. You open the window, that will never, ever come back to you. A chicken also, you can feed them, but if you have a big, big, big field and you leave the cage open, some may come back, some will not. A chicken is a chayot. A wild animal needs kisahadam like a deer. And a domestic animal that knows who the boss, who the owner is, cow and bulls and, and sheep and goats, they'll always come back to the barn. Therefore, behemoths, you make no kiso adam. For chayas, you do. For like a kosher deer, you know. So why do you do kiso adam? That's already a very deep question. Why do you cover the blood? What's the difference between cow's blood and a goat and, and the chicken's blood? Because the chicken's a chaya and the cow's a behemoth. And so what? Oh, that's too deep to go into now, why you do that. But, Maishi, you, you ask a good question. I, can't, I don't have any more CDs to give out. We okay, get what about um, Shavuos means count? Uh, shavu- no, Mitzvah is counting. Mitzvah is count. Sofer is a guy to count. What does Shavuos mean, then? Weeks. Oh, weeks, so that's what we call Shavuos. Yeah, because we wait count seven weeks. And Pes- Pesach means Hashem uh, ran over the houses. Oh, skipped over, correct. Pesach, he skipped. Uh, but if you write the word Pesach with, instead, of, instead of a Samach, and you write it with a Sof, that means a door. Right. Actually, we left Mitzrayim. We left through the door. We left through the gate of Mitzrayim. But Pesach means to skip over. And what does uh, Torah mean? Torah? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. What does Torah mean? Yeah, what's the na- translation of the word? Torah? Yep. I don't know. Ooh, see? 
He's smart enough to say he doesn't know because he know he knows it doesn't mean a book that would be safer, and he knows it doesn't mean a. Uh, uh, you know what Torah means? It comes from the word hora. A woman is pregnant; she's hora. It means the Torah is loaded with a lot of stuff. Every word could mean five or ten different meanings. Torah means it's pregnant with meaning. Every word in the Torah has seventy meanings. Right. Which means it's so loaded with information, it comes from the word hora. A woman who's hora is bearing a child. She's carrying a load, an extra load. Torah, hora, pregnant. And what do you think chumash means? I don't know. Book? Book is safer. I don't know what chumash means. Chumash means one-fifth, because there's five one of fifth? them. One-fifth? One-fifth, correct, because we have five one of them. One-fifth of what? Because there's five chumashim? Yeah, correct. Chumash is one-fifth. Chumash voracious, chumash shemos, chumash vayikro, chumash vamidvah, chumash tovah. Chumash means one-fifth, correct. Now, Gemara, what do you think that means? Uh, I don't know. Gemara means to learn. It's not a Hebrew word. It's Aramaic. In Hebrew, we would say Talmud. Okay. Talmud means to learn, and Gemara in Aramaic. Yeah, what do you think Tanakh means? Tanakh means uh, uh, a book also, no? No, it means Torah, Nevi'im, Kazuvim. Oh, the Torah, Torah is means five books. Right yeah, now, what Torah does Sukkot mean? Sukkot means a hut, a covering. Oh, that we sit in the Sukkot, you're saying? Yeah, you're sitting in a hut that has a schach, a covering. Right. And right. you said before that... Um, uh, um, Something to do with a with a cow, a cow before? Mm, I don't know anything about that. That, that we shach three times? Oh no, lo sevashel gedi b'chaleivimo. Why is it saying the Torah three times, and this is the third time? Don't cook a gedi, a goat, in its mother's milk. We have it already two more times in the Torah. Why do you have to tell me three times? Why should don't you cook the goat in its mother's oh, milk? let's say you're a very poor person. You have no water. You live live in the desert. So you milk the, 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 the goat, and then you shecht it, and you cook it in its own milk because there was nothing else to cook it in. There were poor people that had no water. It's not like today you turn on the faucet. They had to go out to the well and pump up water. And Is then the you mutter cook or it. not? Huh? Is the mutter alakhali or not? No, you're not allowed to cook any kosher animal in any kosher uh, milk. Okay, so that's the answer. Yeah, but why do you have to have it three times in the Torah? One time is good. Maybe people didn't realize the first time. Now, you don't have everything in the Torah repeated three times, but this you do have a reason. There three must times. be a reason. I don't know. I'll tell you the reason. You cannot cook meat and milk together, even if you throw it in the garbage. Number right. two, if someone else cooks meat and milk, you can't eat it. Right. And the third reason is, let's say you, you don't cook it and you don't eat it, but you use it to have hanoa from it. You mix a little milk with a little fat of meat, and you make a paste. You know, they used to make paste out of milk and animal fat. They used to hang up wallpaper in the houses with milk paste, and it had a little meat uh, fat in it, and that seemed to be a very good sticking thing, and you put the wallpaper on. If you can't have, you're not allowed to have hanoah from basra b'chol of meat and milk. Right. Even if you don't eat it, even if you don't drink it, you can't have any benefit from basra b'chol of. That's why you can't have, uh, I don't know, you're not allowed to use any meat and milk mixed together, even if you didn't eat it, even if you didn't, you didn't uh, uh, cook it. It's called hanoah. Isra bishul, isra achila, isra bit, hanoah. Okay, Maishi, you're a very smart guy. Thanks for calling. What does shachas mean? Oh, shachas, shachas. Shachas sh- mean sh- when sh- you wake up in the morning. You know, that's called, that's not, shacharis is one word. It has to have one word. Shachar is black. The shakhar is dawn. Black? Yeah, shakhar is black. The tefillin has to be shakhar. The safer Torah has oh, to, the ink has to be black. Oh, the tefillin has to be black, I hear. That means to say in the morning when the, when the light comes, it 
drives away the black of the night. Shakar is his dawn when the light uh, comes. Oh yeah, right. Shakar is dawn, right? Shakar means black. So Shakar means dawn when the before sunrise, like seventy-two minutes before or forty-two minutes right. before. Uh, you have and dawn. And what does Marav mean? Marav means mixture, Arab, Arab. Like it, it, your sun goes down, but it's still light outside. Forty, fifty, sixty right. minutes later comes night. So night is called Lila, day is called Yom, and in between you call that evening. That's Marav. That's Maru about Mincha. Uh, Mincha, <laughs> Mincha is, uh, I didn't ask that. Mincha is a gift. The hardest thing to die. The hardest is thing is Dal Mincha more than Shachos. Yeah, you know why? Shachos is early in the morning before the day starts. Maru is at the end when it's all over. Right in the middle to take a break and tell the uh, guy you're in the middle of a meeting, tell the guy, wait a minute, hold it. I've got to go out for two minutes, five minutes. The biggest thing about people to get over the Nisayim. Yeah, that's a very big, the biggest, the more biggest chayr you get is the davening mincha, not shachos or marav. Right. Okay, right in the middle of the day. Let's say now in the summertime. Let's say you, you, you're working, work is over 5 o'clock. Uh, no, in the wintertime. In the wintertime. In the winter, when, the, when, you, when you get out of work at 5 o'clock and the mincha is 4 o'clock, it's the latest you can daven. How are you going to tell your boss, I've got to go out for five minutes? Where are you going? Bathroom? No, I've got to go somewhere. What are you going to do there? So you know what I used to say? I've got to make a long-distance phone call. <laughs> long distance, so Hashem is in Shemayim, right? Zafnek, long distance phone call. Anyhow, um, Mincha is very hard to dive. Mincha means a gift, a matana. The hardest, the biggest matana is Mincha because you're in the middle of the day. That's why it's hard. All right, Moshi. I want to thank you. No more, no more, okay. So Rabbi Sa, you see, Moshe was a very smart boy. He asked me all these words. Obviously, he wrote it down, and he's going to ask me all these questions. So Torah means the word hora, hora, getting pregnant. The Torah is loaded with information, like a woman who's pregnant, she's carrying a load. Chumash means a fifth. There's five of them. Chomesh is a fifth. Chamisha is five, but Chumash is one fifth. Gemara means we're learning. That's an Aramaic word because the Gemara is written in Aramaic, but the Mishnah is written in Hebrew. So when you want to talk about Gemara in in, uh, in, uh, in, in, in the Mishnah, in Hebrew, you say Talmud. Talmud means to learn. And Gemara means to learn. He said Talmud is Hebrew, Lashon Kodesh, and Gemara is Aromas. Then Tanakh means Torah and Vim Kosuvim. Torah and Vim Kosuvim have 24 books in the whole Torah, five in the Chumash, eight in Navi. There's four in the Vim Rishonim, and four in the Vim Achronim is eight. So five and eight is 13. What do you have left between 13 and 24? You have 11. Ah. Kesuvim is 11. There are five Megillahs and six more other books, like Tehillim and Mishle and Eo and Ezra and Nehemiah. So the whole Torah Shibik Sam, the written Torah is 24 books. Five Chumashim, eight Nevi'im, which is 13. You have 11 left. The 11 is Kesuvim. You have Torah, five Nevi'im, eight Kesuvim, 11. And that equals 24. And the Suvim is five Megillahs, so out of 11 minus five, he got six more. What are the other six? That's Tehillim, Mishle, Ever, Ever, I don't know, all these others for him at the end. They're not Nevi'im, but they're um, like Mishle, Tehillim, Eov, Daniel, Ezra, Nehemiah, oh, the five Megillahs, one, two, three, four, five, yeah. The, the, the five Megillahs and the six other things are Tehillim, Mishle, Eov, Daniel, Ezra, Nehemiah. That's it. And, um, right, so there's five Megillahs and six other books. That's 11. And Nevi'im, there's four Nevi'im Rishonim and four Nevi'im Akronim. 
All right, so that's Tanakh. Torah and And now let's ask you what means tzitzis. Tzitzis is not a string. That would be a chut. Uh, it doesn't mean a thread either. That's psil. What is tzitzis? So you look in the Hebrew dictionary, you see that it says in Tanakh, that's when a person has long hair hanging down the back, it's called tzitzis harosh, the curls of the head. Anything coming off of something else is a fringe. Oh, tzitzis are fringes. They happen to be strings hanging out of a, of a talus. Oh, tzitzis are a fringe, something hanging down. That's what tzitzis means. And talus, what does that mean? Talus means a beggar. Like you have in the Gemara, Shnayim Oksim, but Talus, two people holding on to a Talus. It doesn't mean the Talus that you dive in, in the street. It means a jacket or a shirt or a pants or, or anything, anything, a bed sheet. That's a Talus. It's a baguette. Talus is any baguette, anything, anything. It's a Talus. Shnayim Oksim, two people holding a human garment, a garment, or even a cover over horses, a Talus. Talus is any baguette. And to fill in, what does that mean? All those black things you put on your arm. I know, but what does the word filling mean? See, you can go to high school. You can be 30 years old, 40 years old, 60, 70. You know, if you don't learn Lashon HaKodesh, you don't know what you're saying every day. Because the person who's, let's say, not even religious, let's say a guy who knows Hebrew, could say, do you, Rabbi, what does tefillin mean? Well, them black boxes. No, 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 no. What is the word? Tefillin. Huh? What does it mean? Talus is not the thing you put over your thing to daven. A jacket is also a talus. Talus is any bag, Ed. So what does tefillin mean? I'll make you a bet 100% that everybody listening to me, nobody knows what that means. Because I didn't know what it meant either. Two years ago, I decided I better learn Lashon HaKodesh. Because it's used in the Torah. And what does it mean? It's not that it's boxes you put on your head. But what does the word tefillin mean? What does the word mean? Talis means a baguette. It's not the, it doesn't have to be the thing you wear when you're diving or the one you put under your shirt. What means tzitzis doesn't mean string. String is chut. Tzitzis is fringes. Tanakh is Torah and Nevi'im Kosuvim. It's Rosh Tevis. Gemara means we learned or we will we'll learn. Chumash is a fifth. Torah means pregnant. Mm. What means netzachamo? Honetzachamo. Sunrise, I know. But what means nets? Honets. What does that mean? Shkia, what does that mean? What does that mean? Say when the stars come out. What star? How many? When? What means Pesa? So you say, well, uh, Pesa, just skip over. Very good. Shavuos means weeks. It also means promises. Two Shavuos we made to Hashem. We made two Shavuos. Nas and Ishma. What about Sukkot? Yeah, a cover. Sukkot is a cover. What does it mean, Chanukot? Well, that's a holiday we relate to Menorah. I, I know, but what does the word Chanukah mean? What does Purim mean? Don't tell me about uh, eating uh, latkes and uh, reading the Megillah. What does the word Purim mean? You know, what does Hallel mean? That's what you say in Rosh Hashanah. I didn't say when you said it. What does the word Hallel mean? These are not hard words. This is what every Rebbe should teach his kid. Uh, the Talmudim. What means Hallel? What does it mean? What does the word mean? You're, t- you're a chacham. You've got to know what you're saying with your mouth. Just like in this week's Sedra. Uh, 
plural. So why don't you, if you talk plural, talking to millions of people, why don't you say ru? Ru means plural. Why do you say re? Mm. I better knock this off right now. Knock this, put this down to you know zero volume. Anyhow, anybody know the answer to some of these questions? Well, Moshe knows the answers, but some people. Could you call in and tell me what? Um, uh, sit well. We went through it, but if you didn't hear me tell Moshe, Torah. What does that mean? Don't tell me it means a book. That's a safer. And Chumish. And what means Gemara? And Tanakh. And Sitzis. And Talos. And Tefillin. And Net Sachamo. What does that mean? What does that? What's Sachamo mean? Why don't you say Shemesh? What means Nets? What means Shkio? What does that mean? I know it's sunset. What does the word mean? Hmm. Pesach we said. Shvuas we said. Sukkos we said. Rosh Hashanah, beginning of the year, right? So why is Nisan number one? If, it's, if Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah, how can it be Nisan number one? How can you have two heads? Hmm. Yom, you know, nowhere in the Torah, not one place, does it say Yom Kippur? If you show me where it says Yom Kippur, you get $100 tomorrow. You nowhere in the Torah does it say Yom Kippur. Never, 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 never. Some people don't even know what I'm talking about. They'll say, what, is the man crazy? It's all over the Torah. Yeah, show me one place. Show me one place in the Torah where it says, Aseris Adibros, I'll give you $100. If you learn carefully Torah, you have questions. If you don't learn carefully, you have zero questions. You're just feeling great because you don't know what you're saying, and you don't know what you're seeing, and you don't know what you're reading. And then since we have to do these things all our lives, all these Yom Tovim, Mitzvahs, Tfilin, etc., don't you think... We should know what the words mean. We're not talking about deep explanations. We're talking about translation. So if every Yid who's interested in Lashon HaKodesh doesn't have a $5 little dictionary, $10, I don't know what it costs nowadays, a Hebrew and English dictionary, you don't even know what the words mean. Like Shacharis. I told Moshe what it means. Well, Shacharis, that way, that's what you're diving in the morning. I didn't ask that. I said, what does the word Shacharis mean? Mmm. Mmm. Just like the Cedra, Re'eh, Anochi, Nosein, Defnech. Why don't you say Ru'u? I'm talking to five million people. And why you say Anochi? Why don't you say Re'eh, Ani, Nosein, Defnech? Hmm. And how, what is Hagrizim different than Har'evil? How come you say the Bracha towards Hagrizim and the Clovis toward Har'evil? How come? How come? What's the difference between the, what is the difference between the two mountains? And then it says in the Cedra, Chukim, Ah, dinim, dinim, dinim. No, 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 no. This is not Spanish or French or English. This is Alashan Hakodesh. What means chukim? And what means mishpatim? In this week's parsha, how come sometimes it says, I'm going to bring you to the land, ho adomo? And some says, el ho oretz. What's the difference? Well, both mean ground. It does not both mean ground. Because we have English many words for the ground earth, ground, uh, um, so what means what is that it talks about carbonos and non-carbonos one is kachim and what we eat every day every meat is called chulin what is that why what does the words mean what means kosher don't tell me it means clean what means kosher don't tell me trefer means dirty that's not true raccoons are very very clean what means trefer 
And what means kosher? How come sometimes tefillin are kosher? Sometimes tefillin are not kosher. You don't eat them. Or the, the lulav is kosher or not kosher. The mikveh is kosher or not kosher. What does kosher mean? What does it mean, kosher? And then you have sometimes the word kasha. You know, a question. Yeah, so very good. So what means shalom? That's also a question. What's the difference between kasha and shalom? This is words we use our whole life. Don't you think we should know the translation? That's why in the time of the base of Migdash, they used to have the Balkora read, one Pasuk, and he stopped. And the Maturgamun, the translator, translated every single word because they couldn't imagine that a Jew doesn't know every single word in the Torah. They didn't want you to be ignorant. So they translated every Pasuk in the Chumash. The Balkora read one Pasuk, and the Maturgamun translated. They couldn't imagine that a person is 20, 30, 40, 50 years old, doesn't know what the word kosher means. Kosher and trefa, what does it mean? I bet you 99% of the people listening to me don't know what the word kosher means. Uh, if it's something that you can eat, really, to fill in kosher, you're going to eat them. You can't eat them. Ooh, kosher and trefa. Mm, mm, mm. Is the phone, any callers that you're on? I have Moshe again. Moshe, you're on there. Let's get Moshe. Yeah, what is called, what is here? I want to ask you that. I don't know. That's I'm calling you. I know, but I'm asking a lot of people. If I tell you right away, then they won't have to. Think here about means it. Uh, when the su- when the sun sets. What does the word skia mean? I don't know. Ah, so I'm going to listen. If anybody else calls, I want to tell them. I want them. I don't want own Moshe to be smart. I want everybody to be smart. You don't have to be wait. smart. You just have to know the stuff. You have to be smart. Yeah, you have to get a dictionary for five dollars, and you, you have to take a dictionary and look. You don't have to be smart to know this. Oh, you have to be smart enough to. Why did they ask the question? Why today they don't do that in the shoes? What? Like they did oh. in times of basic this. Oh, very good. You know why they don't do it today? Because people don't have patience. Not right. Have no patience, and they used to read one third of the parsha. Took them three years to finish the Torah. We do it in one year. They used to read it very slowly, like we read, let's say, one whole parsha. They read a third. And next week, a third. And the next third week, they finished it. So it took and what changed? I don't, that changed way back in the, after the second base of Migdash. Why? I don't know why. I don't know why, but it takes us, took them three years to make Simchas Torah. And now we do it every year. And we don't translate the Pachu. People don't have patience, maybe. Could be. Good reason. But uh, they figured after people, you know, the Torah, maybe the, the Kumashim were printed on the printing press 500 years ago. They, they invented the printing press. Now everybody has translations. Maybe you don't need a Maturgaman. Could be the reason. But anyhow, Maishi, if I give you all the answers now, then nobody else is going to call. Maishi is the only guy listening. I thought we had 5,500. Not in the radio, so people are not listening anymore. Where are you listening on the radio? No, on the, on the phone. Oh, very good. Maisha, you keep listening. I'm going to give the answers to all these questions. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, boy, Sai. Any smart people out of there know what... Oh, Asher? Anshul? Anshul, go ahead, Anshul. You're on. Is this me? Yeah, that's you. No, it's Usher H. Oh, and they called you Anshul. Oh, Usher. Okay, Usher H, I know who you are. No, no, I um, I was very upset that I didn't hear on the radio, and I and you know me, I don't use computers, yeah. and I didn't think to call a number, and I didn't even know the number to listen to. He gave me a number, 712 number, I I, I don't know what, just now. But so, as the little 712-432-4217, yeah. Um, 
but as the little kids ask you, can, can you ask me a question? <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. I want to know, since we have the Seder Re, it says Re, see, so not only me, the Orachayim asks the question, Re means see, Ashiani no saying Lifnei Chem is plural. Ah, plural, you should say Re'u. Why are you talking singular Re'e and then Lifnei is plural? It's not, that's not the way Hebrew language works. Why, Lord I, I thought about that 20 years ago. Well, you're talking to about 5 million people, so why do you say Re'e? Re'e is I'm talking to one person. Hey, you, Re'e, see, when I'm talking to thousands, you have to say Re'u. Why doesn't it do that? Lifnei is plural, doesn't say Lifonecha. That's the question. So when I got into that, I started thinking about other words in Hebrew, and I started asking people, what means a bracha, what means klola, what means chukim, what means mishpatim, what means kosher, what means treifa, what means kasha, what's a sha'ala. And we do all our life. We could be 30 years old, 40 years old, 50 years old. And the Rebbe never taught us. Maybe he didn't know Lashon HaKodesh. But when I was 20 years old or 25, I decided I'm going to start to teach myself what the words mean. So I bought a little English uh, Hebrew pocket dictionary. It cost $5 then. Now it costs 10 But anyhow, with a little $10, you can know every single word, almost every single word in Tanakh. So I'm asking the people, Usher, and Usher is one of those. By the way, Usher is one of these people no, that can please. speed read. This guy can oh. speed read through Tanakh. He <laughs> figured out 39 words <laughs> that have 10 or 11 letters. You know that? This is a genius. I met, I know this Usher. He's tremendous. I, I wish everybody, everybody listening would be as smart as Usher. Okay, Usher, you're the expert in Tanakh. Tell me what means Sha'ala and what means Kasha, but they don't mean the same thing. The Sha'ala is a question. A Kasha is something that may not have a, a, an exact answer. Oh, he's pretty close from my side. Sha'ala, what's the answer of a Sha'ala? It's either yes or no. No, what do you call it in Hebrew? Yes, it shall. You get a... See, I want to no, tell you. but I thought you asked me the question with Ra'e. Hold it. Let's go to state the Shala. Shala is the question. Kasha is the question. What's the difference between Shala and Kasha? That the Kasha is... It, you asked it, pretty it good. Could be, Answer there could be Machlokas in, the, in, in that. Uh-huh. So what is Shala mean? Uh, question two. So what's the difference, really, because between the what, two with words? Because with the Shala... It, that, that it's known whether it's yes or no, or whether it's Tommy or Tohor. What about Kasha? Kasha? There's like this, um, it, 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 it could be a machlokus. With a, with a Shiloh, I don't think there's a machlokus. Oh, you see, he's very, Rosh uh, Hashanah uh, is very, almost hit the nail on the head. Let me tell you, Kasha is about a theory. Like in the Gemara, I have a kasha. How could you say this? We have a pasuk like that. Uh-huh. So therefore, you give a teretz a one excuse, a way out. Doesn't have to mean that. That could be another teretz. Shal uh, is if the chicken is kosher, or lulav is kosher, or tefillin is kosher. Shal is a practical thing. The answer to a shal is a tshuva. Yes, kosher. Puzzle. Don't eat it. Do eat it. Do do that. Don't do that. A shal is in a practical thing. Is this chicken, this cow, this tefillin, this mezuzah, this sukkah kosher? No, it's not. Yes, it is. So, tshuva is an answer to your question about a practical thing. Kasha is a theoretical thing. Like you have a kasha in life. How can I do this when I got to do that? I'm going to do the carbon pesah or, do a, uh, um, or, or uh, give a bris mila to my son. That's a kasha. Which one comes first? That's a theoretical question. And you give it terrors. Yeah, you do it like this. You can do it like that. 
It's Kasha is always about a kamachshava, a theory. A shal is about an actual mamish thing. Is this kosher, filling kosher? Is this chicken kosher? No. Yes. So a kasha is about a question. Is it right for a Jew to, I don't know, wear a yarmulke when he does an avera? Maybe it'll remind him of Hashem. Maybe he takes it off and minimizes Chil Hashem. That's a kasha about a theory. And the terrorist says, well, you can give this terrorist and that terrorist. Terrorist means a way, uh, a way to answer. A shala is a practical thing. Are these sits as kosher? No, they're too short. Is this lulif? No, it's no good. It's split more than 50%. Uh, is this mezuzah on right? No, it's too low. Make it higher. So shala is about uh, a dover mamish. And the answer to a shala is a chuba. No, it's no good. Yes, it is good. A kasha is a difficulty in an approach. You could have this terrorist or that. It depends. So a kasha is about a theory, and a shal is about an actual mamoshes. So that's one thing. Now, what about kasha and trait? What does that mean? Hello? But what do you... I don't understand. What does the word kasha mean? That don't tell me something you can eat, because film could be kasha, and no, you can't no, eat them. No, that, that, that it's that it has... The um, uh, the kedusha that we're looking for, Treif has the. Um, uh, You're giving a parish. Give the me the opposite. Give me the I'm translation. The way of the I word learned truth. it. I know. Kosher. What is the one word translation? Allowed. Uh, that's mut- that's mutter. Mutter. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Mutter. And no. No. Kosher mutter. We're talking about very precise. Definitions here. The Torah, the Gemara, where you learn Gemara, everything there is so precise. They go in, they split hairs, and they split hairs. They're so precise. So let's think the same thing about this. What's the difference between kosher? What does kosher mean? I'm going to tell you the translation. All these words have one word translation. Uh, no explanation. That's something else. That's a drusha. What about the translation? Kosher means fit. This woman is kosher for you to marry. These fillin are not kosher for you to wear. This animal is kosher to eat. Kosher means fit. Now, trefa means torn up. Torn up, if right. A, if that animal does not shatter with a knife, it is ripped out somewhere else, it's, torn, it's destroyed some other way. It's trefa. Only a kosher animal could be trefa. A chazer could never be trefa. Only a cow could be trefa because it's either kosher, shechted right, or toraf. You didn't shechted right. A chazer you can't eat. A chazer is Tom, not Tommy, a lie, a, I can touch a dead a cow, a pig. I don't get Tommy. Uh, a coin, when he does the carbon or something else. But I, I can be in the, in, the, in the pig skin business and make baseballs and, and basketballs. No, but and, then and you're, you're changing. No, 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 we learned this on one of your shirim, that yeah. if you touch a dead pig, it is, you, you do become Tommy in a certain if you want to go to low level. But if, if you, you want to go change to the way the skin if you want to go is to your shalom, baseball, otherwise you can do it. If you want to go to Yerushalayim, bring Kobanus. But if you don't want to go to Yerushalayim, I want to make leather jackets, pigskin belts. Why not? I have a right to do that. But Only when you want to go to Yerushalayim, three times a year, you, you have to uh, you get yourself tummy from, from these uh, tummy to animals. But if I'm not a coin, why can't I touch them? Answer is, kosher means fit. The chicken is fit. The cow is fit. The tulin is fit. The sukkah is fit. It's not too low. It's not too high. And trefa means torn up. It was not shechted. So... That takes care of that. And then you have words like um, kachim. All certain carbonates are kachim and certain animals are chulin. What's the difference? I'll tell you. When if you brought, br- bring it um, in. What, the kachim are brought only in the base of Mikdash, no? Right. 
they're carbonate. And cholin is the same animal, mm-hmm. except they don't bring it as a carbon. Mm-hmm. I want to eat it, it at home. Anywhere. Plain animal. That's what we eat every day. It's called uh, plain meat. It's cholin, not carbonos. Every animal that you take it and dedicate it to the base, uh, to the base of English, that's a carbon, that's kutchum. Uh, but if I don't want to bring it as a carbon, it's called cholin. I just want to shecht it plain. I don't want to bring a carbon. So the same animal could be kutchum or cholin. All right, cholin means every day, chol, weekday. Kutchum means holy. Um, now, if a kutchum, you say, I want to give this animal a carbon, and it drops dead, you can't just, uh, you have to, there's a whole procedure, what you do about it. It's still kodesh, you have to bury it. Yeah. Uh, and you and, and and you have to. There's just certain things that once you said this animal is a carbon, from that second one it's a carbon. And if it dies, yeah, you have to. Uh, just certain things you have to do with it. You can't just kick it away, put it in the garbage. Okay. And now what? Now, so Moshe. Now, I mean, oh, Usher. Any more? Wait, uh, first, uh, Ila, Iran. Any more callers? No. Oh, so we can stick with Usher here. Usher. Well, what means right. the word chumash? Chumash. Don't tell me a book. That's safer. It, no, what means chumash? Means, uh, it's, it's from Hamishi, so it, it means the Hamisha, uh, Hamshay, Sarah. And what means chumash? Uh, you see how you feel? That's how I felt years ago. I made up my mind not to be an Amoris. I found, I bought him some, got myself a dictionary, and I went through thousands of words, and I found out the word chumash means one fifth. Ah, I thought it was Chomish. Yeah, right. No, no, no. I thought the word for one-fifth is Chomish. That's right. The same word. The same word. But it's not that same pinch. Yeah, you can. You're very smart. You're very smart. (laughs) Chomish is a fifth, and Chomish is the same word. You can pronounce it Chu instead of Cho. That's correct. It means a fifth. Now, what means Torah? Um, from Horah. Right, from pregnant. <laughs> that, that's right, because the Torah is loaded with multiple <clears throat> reasons. What it means, Gemara? No. What means Gemara? Um, First of all, Gemara is not Lashon HaKodesh, it's Aramaic. Gemara, and, and it continues. No. Well, Gemara means we learned, and in Hebrew you will say uh, Talmud, to learn. In Hebrew we call it Talmud. Uh, now, what means Tanakh? But it's um, Rush Tavis, Torah. Right, he knows. Torah and Nevi'im Kusuvim, right. How many books in Tanakh? 24. Yeah, Nate, tell them how it's divided. Five Chumashim. Okay, go ahead. What's next? Oh. <laughs> Eight sure. Nevi'im and 11 Kusuvim. They have four Nevi'im Rishonim and four Nevi'im Achronim. Now we got 11 Kusuvim. So out of the 11 Kusuvim, we have six, five Megillus, so we left with six. What are the six other books in in uh, Kasuvim. So we have Tehillim, Mishlei, Eov, Daniel, Ezra, Nehemiah is one. Tehillim, Mishlei, Eov, Daniel, Ezra, Nehemiah, Divrei Hayomim. Ah, six books in Kasuvim, four in Nevi'im, four in Nevi'im Rishon, four in Nevi'im Achron, and five in Chumash. Very good, 24. Mm-mm-mm. Very, very good. That was Tanakh, is Russia Tavis. In English, you call it acrostics, the first letters. Anyhow, what means sitzes? Don't tell me it means a string, because that's a Oh, quit. no, um, um, like ends. Oh, very good. And, and if you get a dictionary, sits is a fringe. In Tanakh it says when a guy has long curls from his hair hanging down his neck, it's called tzitzis harosh, the fringes of the head. So anything that hangs off of a garment is a fringe. We happen to have eight strings on each corner, but tzitzis means 
fringes that hang off. That's exactly what tzitzes are. What means talus? Don't tell me it's that thing you daven up when you cover yourself. No, no, what is the word talus? I'm not mean? sure of that word, no. Shnayim oksim about talus, it says in the Gemara. Two people grab a talus. That doesn't mean a davening talus. What does that mean? No, it means a, a, a beggar. Any beggar, any garment, a jacket, a shirt, a pants, anything is a talus. Any covering garment, even a cover over a horse is a talus. Any cloth, any... A talus is a piece of fabric that's used for something, a rug. That's also a talus. A talus is any covering... That's what a talus means. doesn't mean a guy had a white thing with black stripes that you're diving with. Anything, any jacket, shirt, pants, that's called a talus. A talus is a beggar, correct. Um, okay, so why don't you use beggar? Because the Gemara talks Aramaic. It's the word talis is Aramaic. And it's, and, and, and in Hebrew would be beggar, correct. What means tefillin? I bet you there's not one person out there listening to me to know what tefillin means. And don't tell me it's them black boxes. Tell me the word tefillin. What does that mean? Uh, <clears throat> I know you love these questions because you're a Tanakh expert. And you want <laughs> to know... I, when I, someone, when I, 20, 30 years ago, someone started asking me these questions, I felt like a big iron hay. You know what that means? I but, felt terrible. Um, I don't know if you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know what the word to fill in means until I investigated. But doesn't guy Rashi say that it's something to do with, uh, with davening? Yeah, correct. Tell me one word. word Translation for tefillin. Every one of these words really has one word. Torah means hora. Chumash means the fifth. Gemara means to learn. Tanakh is Rosh Hashanah. Titus is fringes. Talus is a beggar. What does tefillin mean? Ooh, boy, oh boy, oh boy. I tell you, I know how you feel, and that's how I felt. That's why I bought myself a, a hand, little dictionary. I must have looked at that a million times already. A good Hebrew English. And they... Dictionary doesn't go into lambdas. They give you one word, translation. I'll tell you what tefillin means. First of all, it's not Hebrew, because otherwise it would have a mem. It has tefillin. So it's the plural of tefillah, prayer. There's four no, so prayers. I was sort of on the right track. Right, you were. Tefillah, <laughs> okay. there are four prayers, four different parishes in the tefillin. That's why it's something it's I never thought of, though. Yeah, I did, but I didn't either until someone said, uh, how old are you? A guy said, you're 24 years old. You don't know a word in here. None of these answers I knew until I decided he's right, I'm wrong. And next 50, 30, 40 years, I decided to look up every single word that I didn't know. And people say it over and over and over and over and over and over. They say the word chakras over. They don't even know what the word chakras means. Don't tell me it's the prairie diving in the morning. Shacharis. What does that mean? When the darkness goes away. Shachar is black, correct. Shachar is black, so... It's... When it goes away, that's dawn, correct. Correct, that's exactly right. Shachar is dawn because the shachar goes away. Shachar is black, no? no very good. Course. Oh, very good. No, that so fill-in means a parsha. Okay, uh, uh, we have to hang up. Or should I, I go to the caller? After? Okay. Uh, David, you're on the air. Go ahead, David. David, hello. Hello, David. All right, Uri, let's go to the next one, uh, Iran. Yehuda. Yehuda, you're on the air. How could you ask me a question I don't want to see D for? Yeah. Uh, what What'd you say? Actually, what you ask your question about what? That I don't want to see D for. Oh, uh, we ran out of CDs. Would you answer the question without a CD? What's the question? <laughs> what does tefillin mean? Uh, partial tefillin. No, just, the parsha is parsha. What does tefillin mean? 
Mm-hmm. You see, I asked an older guy just a few minutes ago, what means tefillin? What means talis? Do you know what talis means? No. Well, at least you're honest. Talis is not that thing you put over yourself when you're diving. I know that's what you do, but what does the word mean, talis? And what does tefillin mean? Don't tell me them little black boxes, because I want to know one word for the word tefillin. What does that mean, tefillin? If you, if you, you know, when I was a young kid, I didn't know these answers, so I went out and bought an Hebrew English dictionary for $5, or maybe it was $3, now it's $10. You can look up every single word in one half a minute. To fill in comes, it's Aramaic, it's not Hebrew, because it would be, Hebrew would be have a mem on the end, to fill in. You know why, what it means? It means to fill the plural of one to fill In the tefillin is four to four prayers. That's right, and you put them in different sections of the tefillin. In the shoyad, you write them four different paragraphs on one piece of parchment. Four different parishes, four different prayers. Tefillah, that's what it means. Tefillin, plural, four different prayers. Tefillin, correct. That's what it means. Tefillin means prayers, that's right. And talis means a garment. could be a shirt, a jacket, a pants, anything. Talis is a baguette. Talis is an Aramaic word. You won't find the word talis in the Torah. Talis is not Hebrew, it's Aramaic. You begged, you find in the Torah. Talis means begged. And sitzis, it doesn't mean strings, that would be chut. What is sitzis? Sitzis means fringes, something that hangs off of another garment. Like it's sitzis harosh, means the curls hanging down from your head, long curl of hair. That's called sitzis harosh. So those strings hanging from the begged, it's called sitzis. It happens to be eight of them in every corner, but sitzis means fringes, those tassels that hang down from the bottom of the garment. That's what tzitzis means. And what means Tanakh? Do you know what that means, Yehuda? No. Tanakh means Torah, Nevi'im, Kasuvim. The whole Torah is in 24 books. The Torah is five, Chumoshim, and the Vim is eight, and the Kasuvim is 11. If you add up five and eight, you get 13, and 13 and 11 is 24. Tanakh is 24. That's right. All right, Yehuda, it's so nice you called. And I thank you so much, but I can't give you any CDs because we ran out of them. Who do we have now? David. David, you're on the air. Hello? Yes, David, I didn't hear you before, but now I hear you. Could you ask me a question? Yeah, what does Chumash mean? Um, Don't tell me a book, because that's safer. What's Chumash mean? Okay, I'll end the question. What does Torah mean? The word Torah. Torah? Yeah, what's it mean? One word translation. You know, it's, look, look, how, look how some of us don't know these words, even though we say it the whole life. There's, the, every word has one word translation. Not a parish, a long explanation. When you learn Torah, you have to learn Torah. I'm not asking that. I'm asking what does the word Tavav Reish He mean? Woo, what a good question. Oh, what does Chumash mean? Don't tell me book, that's safer. What does Gemara mean? That's the thing you learn. No, 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 no. Tell me the translation of the word Gemara. Woo, what does Sitzis mean? Don't tell me thread, that's Chut. Hanging garment. What is Sitzis, what? Hanging garment. Right, a tassel, a fringe, right. Like tzitzis harosh, the long curls that hang down from your head, also called tzitzis. Uh, what does talis mean? Mm. Talis means 
a beget. Talus Aramaic. You will never find the word talus in the Torah because it's not Hebrew. It's Aramaic. It's Aromas. But beget you find in the Torah. It's the same thing. It's just the Hebrew. Uh, talus beget. Uh, to fill in means prayers. To fill law and four of them in the civil, and so we call it fill in plural. We got four of them in the, written in the Shel Rosh and the Shel Yad. And the Shel Yad are written on one piece of parchment, and the Shel Rosh are written on four different pieces of parchment. Tfilin means prayers. Shema, Boim Shema, four prayers. So, so what is, uh, let's say, what is the word? I'm going to tell you something before we get off the air. Hallel means to praise Hashem. Now, in the word Hallel is hey, Lamed, Lamed. You know the gematria of that? You, you, can you do gematria, Yehuda? David? Um, yeah. Hey is five. Yeah. And Lamed, Lamed is how much? Yeah. You should know all the olive base gematria in a second. By the time you're eight years old, you've got to know everything. That's very easy stuff. Let me tell you, Hallel is Lamed Lamed is 30, 30, 60, and Hay is 65. 50. If you take the six and the five and you put them together, you get 11. If you put the one and the one, you get two. You know there's two types of Hallel? Whole Hallel and half Hallel. That's why it's two. Hmm. Interesting, isn't that? What about Hanukkah? If you add up Hanukkah, yeah, I know you can't do it now when you get off the, the radio. Your Hanukkah is 89. If you eight, add the 8 and the 9, that's called Mispar Katon. You add the digits. 9, 8, and 17. 1 and 7 is 8. That's exactly how long Hanukkah is, 8 days. And Purim is 3, 3, 6. You add up the 3 and the 3, you get a 6. And then you add the 6, it's 12. That's how many people who died in Palman's family. His daughter, his 10 sons, and him. He was hung with his 10 sons, 11, and his daughter committed suicide. So that's 12. That's what happened on Purim. Okay, I want to thank everybody for listening. Huh? No more callers? No. All right, Iran. Next week, maybe we'll have another week, week, but then we'll get back to the schools and, and maybe we'll have a bigger program. I want to thank you, Iran, and all the callers for listening to me. I hope it was interesting and have to pray for Achena Kolbeis Yisrael. They're going under tremendous missile attack now. They want to shoot those missiles into Ben-Gurion Airport, close off the airport, and into Yerushalayim they're shooting. Long-range missiles. Ay, Hashem, you're Achim. Hashem, we have to get rid of them. Get rid of them. You know who they are. Thank you, everybody, and have a good week.